I did I did that thing again where I, I don't unmute myself and I start talking. But what I was trying to say, it, it's very indicative of how tonight went for the Calgary Flames as well. Um, I, yeah, great start, right? I have a lot of feelings, a lot of feelings about that game. Um, it was horrible. It was horrendous. I have a lot of things that we want to talk about that we want to bring up. But the one that encapsulates it all is just I feel really sick to my stomach right now. And um, oh boy. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what it's going to take to uh, to 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 fix that. But anyways, welcome to Game Over Calgary. Um, my name is Audie James. I'm joined today. I, I got a good guest for you guys today. You guys got to be excited for this one. Um, Twitch partner. You know him from from uh, all of his NHL 24 content. Now that NHL 24 uh, is out. EA Design Council member. Welcome to the show. My pal Jesse, a.k.a. Thrash 94 Gaming, my friend. How you doing? After that game, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, you don't, you don't feel pretty sick to your stomach. I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> sure I'm sure it's quite the polar opposite for you. That's a fun game to watch. I was I was a little nervous for uh, for the little guest spot here, and then I watched the game and halfway through, I'm like, Nah, if you don't want this, you'll be fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy myself. Buddy, you never have to be worried to come on my show. Uh, it's it's literally just a meme, twenty four seven. There's a there's a guy on here, Jay Money. I don't know if he's in here. He keeps track last year and the year before of of uh, of my record when i host the show and i think we are one three and oh now um I'm, I'm starting to try to keep track of my own my own games here uh but there's this thing called the audi curse they, they call it the audi curse because obviously i split it with peter klein he does half i do half um and whenever i host the show the flames lose and lo and behold tonight the flames lose um and i think the audi curse might just be a real thing, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, the Audi curse is a real and true uh, thing, and 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 I'm sure people will get their screen caps of that and enjoy that one. But yeah, that was. I, I was texting my buddy James Johnson, who was on the show last uh, last time I hosted, and I said, and I was like, you know what? This was this is a game. The Calgary Flames are a hockey team. The players get paid to try to play hockey, and that was basically the extent of it um i i don't have very many good things to say so i'll swing it to you uh because one of the things i wanted to just kind of preface with before we get into talking about the game my first note if you look at my phone on, on my topics was debrinket is fitting like a glove and it just so happened that he also scores three tonight yeah four points in the game and uh what an addition by steve eiserman to bring him in like Obviously, scored uh, 41 in Chicago and then had the down year in Ottawa, and everyone was like, can he get back to form? Um, he's already like a third of the way to where he was in Ottawa last year. Isn't that crazy? So, <laughs> unbelievable start for him in Detroit, and uh, I, I believe it was uh, Ken and Mick on the Red Wings broadcast, and they were saying that it was the first game that his son was in attendance to watch him play. He has a very young son. He does. And uh, first game at the uh, at the LCA, and uh, he gets a hat trick. That's uh, that's interesting. Very interesting to have him at the have that happen. So, what a yeah. what a great addition for that first line. Yeah, no kidding. And uh, him and Larkin both just like not only tonight. Like obviously they've been they, they've they've developed some chemistry very early on, and that's a good thing to see if you're uh, if you're in the if you're in the Red Wings corner. But tonight for the Flames. The two of them were just lights out. Like they they dominated. I, I like I'll say it. They 
they were the Flames' daddies tonight, the two of them. Um, they, they, they could not be stopped. And uh, Larkin had himself a will of a game too, hey? Uh, yeah, I mean, he finally has somebody to play with. As weird as that might sound, right? Like, yeah. he came into the league, I think, as a rookie. He had Zetterberg on his, uh, on his uh, like, as a center there and uh, learned a little bit from him. And then after that, it was not much. No. He's not had a lot of help. And uh, you can see now that he has somebody who uh, takes the pressure kind of off of him, right? You got the other team's defense playing the other, the other player, and he just looks amazing out there, so... Yeah, you didn't. You didn't even really have to try that hard tonight against the Calgary Flames and, and that defense. It was. Uh, it was. Well, it, it told the story on its own. One positive I'm going to take away from the Flames here: uh, they uh, held Detroit to without a single power play goal tonight, which Detroit was number one in the league heading into the game on the power play. And I will say Detroit looked amazing on the power play, at least in the first couple uh, first couple chances there. But uh, yeah, Calgary uh, they were fifth, I believe, heading into the game on the uh on the penalty kill so i don't know if that went up after this game but they look pretty good there but other than that yeah i'm surprised to not see markstrom start net yeah he started in um columbus which was two nights ago i know they wanted to get vladar in but that's a good segue into my first flames topic of tonight which is dan vladar and i always like having people from other fan bases come in get a more neutral kind of discussion going because for me it's like yeah I understand getting him in you needed to do it um there was a time in the off season where it made a whole lot of sense for the Calgary Flames to trade Dan Vladar for maybe some scoring power maybe some 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 depth in your forward group um, you know, there were teams like the Tampa Bay Lightning who suffered the Vasilevsky injury. Uh, Colorado was looking for a goalie. They picked up uh, Provestov or whatever, however you pronounce it, from the Coyotes on waivers there. So there was a time where, where the market for, for Vladar was there. And they choose to hold. Not like there's a, a, a reigning AHL goaltender of the year waiting in your ranks uh, in Dustin Wolf. Yeah, but, but yeah, but um, not the best i've seen dan vladar and, and the fan base of course is being total nor totally normal about this i'm seeing tweets saying this is the last time that the flames you'll probably see vladar uh we'll probably never see him again this that and the other look it wasn't a great game but i, I don't, don't yeah, know I don't. if it's time to pull the shoot right away the the, the market is what i'm trying to say is pretty yeah. is pretty thin right now for for trying to move on from him I think you got to wait a little bit, see if there's more injuries around the league and whatnot, and then try and uh, sneak him in. But I don't think he played absolutely terribly either. Um, like the shot from Larkin uh, the, after the pass from the Brinkat there. Like, I, I don't know how many goalies are going to save that. That no. was perfectly placed. No. Um, the Brinkat on the rush there, another snipe there. And it's just, I, I feel for uh, Vladar there because at, at the time, like I'm watching, and it just felt like the defense kind of left them out to dry once the, uh, that, they scored, like, uh, sorry, Calgary scored, and then Detroit scored one right back, and it was kind of like, all right, that's the game. Like, there's no hope. Yeah. And it kind of just felt like the team just, like, stopped even trying. So, um, yeah, I think you have to wait until maybe injuries happen or, or something else happens, and uh, you got to maybe try and sauce them through there. But I don't think now is the time either. No, no, definitely not. But, um, you know, I, the way I look at it from Vladar tonight was if, you know— you, it's a good thing you brought up the D. That's going to be one of the one of the points we hit on next here for Calgary. Um, but 
yeah, he was hung out to dry for the most part. I think pretty much every Debrinkat goal was like, is what it is. It's 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 just a good shooter against a, a you know a, a pretty good goalie, but the shooter wins in in three of those situations. There, um, there were a couple that I think he probably wants back. That tip by I want to I can't remember was it uh, was it Valeno who tipped that one from yeah from uh, Sherrod yeah yeah that that I mean, that's I, a tough one you can't. You can't you, you pin can't that one on him. It, it wouldn't matter what goalie was in net. Um, I, I mean, a couple of years ago, we had, uh, I'd say last year, we had Magnus Kohlberg in net, and it didn't matter what goal let in. Everyone was upset about it. It didn't matter what it was. Right. And I, even at that one, I don't think anyone could have been mad if he would have let that one in. Yeah. It's a deflection. It, it is what it is. It's it's tough. Um, the third period there, obviously, Wallman gets that one. That's one that probably Vladar wants back. He probably, didn't look yes. like he was set. It was a it was a face off win off the yeah, off the off boards, the draw, yeah. and and he fires one to an unready Vladar, which obviously that's one you want back. Um, and then they didn't even finish announcing the Wallman goal before Debrinkat came down uh, and so. did his thing off a really bad Jonathan Hubert Ozone turnover, which led to the uh, the nail in the coffin six two goal. But yeah, you, you you can say what you want about how Dan Vladar was tonight. Um, I can see the chat going off about guys like Nazem Kadri who've been non-existent. We're gonna get there. We're gonna talk a little bit about all of the Flames' gripes, which is pretty much everyone who was on the ice tonight. Um, but just a bit of housekeeping for the chat. If you are watching live um, and you haven't been here yet, we got a, we got a decent amount of viewers so far. Um, if you haven't been on a game over stream yet, just so you know. Um, we've changed it up a little bit this year. Instead of taking questions during the stream, we're going to make it similar to what uh, Steve and the boys do on SDP. And we're going to just do a press conference at the end. So save your questions. If you got them for me, um, about the flames, if you got them for Jesse about, uh, the, the red wings or about Chell, we're going to touch on that as well. We have to sprinkle a little bit of Chell in there, uh, save those for the end and we will, uh, we will answer them as best as we can, but yeah, save them until we call for press conference questions. Now, one of the things that you brought up about the Flames that I actually really want to park some time on, especially given the um, recent update from Elliot Friedman about one of these one of these blue liners, is the defense uh, for the Calgary Flames and specifically Noah Hannafin, who, by golly, is just just looks like he's doing cardio out there and yeah, uh didn't look good tonight. it was a bad bad game he looked like that in the preseason he, he's looked like that through the first six games so far it just is not it, it has not been good for Noah Hannafin blown assignments just dogging it out there uh odd man rushes out the ass and uh it was really really noticeable did you see the same thing that I saw tonight is that yeah, kind of so the way actually... Hannafin was I did make a note actually about Hannafin just not looking. Um, what's the word I want? Like sluggish almost in a yeah. way, right? Like checked out. Could you say checked out? Like he yeah, doesn't want to yeah, be there. What, yeah, I kind of get that feeling where it's like, oh, there's a guy coming towards me with the puck. I could put my stick out and, and defend, but do I have to? It just kind of feels like he's standing in in slow. Very flat-footed and yeah, stagnant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and that's interesting because like I, I like i said i've i've noticed it all year so i say all year as if it's been like 30 games we're still six games into the season right. but um i've noticed it from the hop with with hannafin is it just looks like he doesn't want to be there he's a pending ufa um 
And that would make sense. If he doesn't want to be there, he's pulling a Debrinkat like he did last year in Ottawa. It was just a little bit lazy, dogging it. Now he's got eight goals or whatever the hell it is. Um, but then we get the headline from Elliot Friedman last night on Hockey Night in Canada where he says the Flames and Noah Hannafin are close on an extension. Which is right. That's kind of like you don't even have to be a big Flames person to know that. Like if you if you watch tonight's game, it does not look like he wants to be there. But all of a sudden, Friedman is here reporting that um, you know perhaps it's close. I was talking to uh, talking to the co or one of the hosts of Game Over Edmonton at the intermission, and he said, "Hey, maybe it's maybe it's a tactic from the agent to try to actually uh, get a trade going. Maybe more teams right. are like, oh shit, he's almost." Locked up to a long-term deal. Maybe we we pull the trigger and see if if that trade is there now. Um, but either way, just um, just a just a terrible outing. And I don't want to single out Hannafin only because he was horrible. But the entire Flames blue line was just horrible. Yeah, they got exposed. That's one way to put it. They, they, yeah, I was expecting. So the thing is, Detroit played yesterday, and I kind of expected another thing back to back. Yeah, I expected a back to back with travel. You know what? Maybe they're not going to come out flying. Maybe it's going to be uh, a slower game for them. And I-, I think the first little bit, Calgary looked pretty good. Right? Yeah, they looked all right, and yep. then uh, Detroit just kind of took over, and it they they exposed them. That that first line again, Larkin to Brinkat together out there, they were just flying, and it, yeah, did not look good for Calgary. No, and and. That's a that's a good segue into one other thing I wanted to talk about, just to not to pump the Red Wings tires too much. Like a you know obviously noted noted Red Wings fan over here, um, <laughs> but uh, like it's cool to see. Obviously, like Larkin has his guy now, Debrinkat, right? You, yeah. you you go back and you talk about the Chicago Blackhawks and and Jonathan Taves and, and Patrick Kane or Crosby and Malkin. Or, like, you know, you, you go on and on and you, you find these good teams that find success and have success, have their one-two punch. Not long ago in Calgary, we saw it with some guy named Johnny Gaudreau and Matthew Kachuk. But yep. the Flames don't just don't have that Larkin and Debrinkat. They don't have that Crosby and, 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 and Malkin, right? There's nobody – you would think – Maybe Huberto, but it's been a rough transition out of uh, out of Florida after that trade. And really, like, the points are there now, but everything else is kind of lackluster so far. Like, he's not great in his own end. He he was the reason that uh, Debrinkat gets that hat-trick goal yeah, um, yeah. with that really bad turnover in the offensive zone, which led to the breakout and obviously – obviously Debrinkat wins the foot race against anybody on, on the flames, but they just don't have that one, two punch like Detroit does. It is wild hearing you say that because I haven't had a one, two punch in Detroit since Dotsuke's anniversary. Right. It's been a long time. I'm genuinely happy for you. Like it's, 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 uh, it's exciting. And it's in the Red Wings are a fun team because of it. I, I, I mean, it's still early in the season. It could still, you know, come crashing down, but uh, you look through like even the, the previous games, other than tonight, at none at no point has Detroit looked like oh this is a game they escaped with the win they should not have won this game you know you can go back and maybe look at the Pittsburgh game where Pittsburgh really poured it on in the third but yeah Detroit still came away with the victory and in periods of that game they they dominated right so um, I don't know what like what changed here other than Eisman is bringing in veterans that know what they're doing but mm-hmm. hey I'm here for it I'm it's nice to see. It's funny too, because like 
the consensus on you, you listen to, well, I got to, you know, I got to pump the tires. You listen to guys on SDP, you listen to guys on, uh, on various different podcasts. And I'm not saying the SDP guys did, but like, you just listen to these guys. And a lot of people were like, Oh God, they gave Confer this contract. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Justin Hall, that Ben Sherratt deal really not going to look great. Right. And then all of a sudden, oh. all of a sudden you see the product on the ice and you're like, Holy shit. Like the Red Wings are, are the Red Wings legit? They like it's early, but could they be? It's possible. I'm not. I'm still not 100% sold because Detroit last year started out 3-0 mm-hmm. and two, and you know things came crashing down. Well, now, the, the Flames were five and one at this point last year, so <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Um, that being said, uh, Justin Hall has been so much better than I was expecting. Right. Like, I read Twitter, right, and everyone on Twitter is like, "Oh, this is terrible. This is a bad move. Look at how bad Hall is. Look at this. Look at that," and like. He's in a limited role now. He's not playing over 20 minutes a night like he was in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And he's doing pretty solid. He had three points tonight. Like Three Justin points, Holmes, and he's leading points, the like... – take what you will about plus minus, but he's leading the league in that category. <laughs> that is a wild stat. And, yeah, right? again, like I, I, I was talking about this on stream the other day about like I don't think Hall has been bad. I think he's been a pretty decent defenseman for what you're, for what you're getting. And mm-hmm. someone's like, oh, just wait till it happens. He's going to make a mistake. It's like – Everyone's going to make a mistake, though. If somebody's going to make one mistake and it's like, ah, oh, I don't want this guy on my team anymore, you're not going to have anyone on your team. It's just very amplified when you play for Toronto. That's exactly what it is. And I do watch a lot of Leafs games because, like, I live in between Detroit and Toronto. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're always on TV. I'm going to put them on. And uh, it always seems like they have one person. You know what I mean? It's always that one player. I think it was Jake Gardner in the past. Yeah. Dion at one point. Kessel at one point. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. There's always uh, the whipping boy in Justin Hall. Um, again, you talk about his role in in Toronto compared to to Detroit playing way more minutes he was leaned upon to be the guy when nobody else would be the guy for whatever reason the media and the fans just put him on the pedestal and say you are the prodigal son and you have to you know carry this blue line into uh, into Norris land but did he um, make mistakes yes everybody does it's <laughs> going to happen and you know what sometimes it's going to be amplified and sometimes there's going to be things where you look at and you go wow that was a really bad play yeah, but so far in Detroit, that has yet to happen. I have not one time gone. You got to get him off the ice. Wow, what is he doing? So, right. so yeah, far, so good. And that's a welcome surprise. You got to be happy yes. about that, especially Absolutely. especially given what the you know what the backlash, not really backlash, but like what no, the but, coming yeah. into it, what uh, you know what um, what everybody else was talking about. Low expectations are being met. That that's right. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, Message to the chat. Anybody listening live, be sure to like the stream, share it on social media, get some more people in here. Um, I see equal Flames and Red Wings banter going on in there right now. So that means that must mean that uh, we, we've got a pretty good, uh, pretty good combination of the two. But yeah, be sure to like it. Um, YouTube does its thing when you like the stream. It, it helps us out and um, sharing it on your preferred social media Twitter X, whatever it's called now, or Blue Sky Threads, Instagram. Do people still use MySpace, MSN Messenger, uh, BBM? Yeah, get get the word oh, out man. there. <laughs> get the word Keep out me there, back, man. Holy I crap. know, right? You really put yourself into that. Uh, holy crap! I feel old when you say yeah, MSN yeah. Messenger or MySpace, and the kids are like, "Yeah, I have no idea what that is." I recently learned that I'm older than Google, and that terrifies me. That is, uh, yeah. I I remember yeah, I remember putting out Steve 
I can't remember what he was talking about online or somebody put a clip of Steve from an LFR out and oh it was it was the it was the debut of LFR 17 and uh everybody everybody was like oh when LFR debuted this 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 and this and Steve was like thanks I fucking hate this game like it's <laughs> like Connor Bedard was one uh YouTube had just had been like two years old. The the best song on the charts was Bad Day by Daniel Powder. Like it was it was funny. But we love Steve. Um and we don't we don't bite the hand that feeds on this uh on this show. Um so yeah, we'll uh we'll start getting some questions in as we uh kind of just lead into our last segment before we get the presser in. So if you do have questions, um be sure to get them in now. One of the things uh, a lot of Flames fans talk about is the non-existence of Nazem Kadri since he's kind of come over from the Flames uh, or f- come over to the Flames uh, from free agency. Uh, the non-existence of Huberto last year was very, very clear. The biggest drop-off in, in NHL history from points yeah. year after year. Um, Elias Lindholm, who just hasn't quite looked the same since the departure of Johnny Gaudreau and Matthew Kachuk. That line was lethal, and all of a sudden... Um, He's out you know, on an island by himself. You know? Right, right. And this is a guy who wants $9.5 million. Yeah. Uh, allegedly, reportedly right, yeah, wants yeah, yeah. $9.5 yeah. I He did not tell me his number. I don't think uh, I would have a, a fighting chance of even getting a hold of that man. But uh, the rumor is $9.5 million and definitely not playing like a $9.5 million player right now. I'm looking through uh, like the stats for some players. And Lindholm's a point per game right now. I didn't even realize Maybe like, quietly, because like I yeah. haven't realized it either. <laughs> yeah, he's a point per game right now. I have, I mean, I I don't follow the Flames religiously. Don't get me wrong. I don't blame you. But I haven't heard anything about him. But yeah, he's a point per game right now, six and six. Yeah. And then yeah. Kadri, who has one and six and is a minus eight, and that is his line tonight. That Kadri, Dubé, and Huberto line yeah. was fucking abysmal. Abysmal. I wrote down like. Of all the things you talk about tonight, Audie, it's got to be Huberto, Kadri, Dubé because they were just like Dubé's been struggling to begin with. He has not been great, and 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 he's taken a long time to kind of find out what kind of player he is in the NHL and what kind of role he serves. Um, but my God, by now we got to have some kind of understanding of who you are and what you can bring. And the start of this, like even go, dating back to the preseason, uh, leading up to this season and watching what he's done so far, it's just, it's, it's been a rough go for 29. And I, I don't know how much longer the leash is. I know that a lot of people are saying, oh, Sam Bennett 2.0. And then you see Sam Bennett get traded and he does good things in Florida. Maybe right. it's a, maybe it's a situational thing. I don't quite know, but it's that line as a whole tonight. Kadri, what a dash eight is that? What you said or dash to uh, start the year? He was a minus four. He's yeah, that's fucking bad. <laughs> that's really, really bad. I'm looking at Huberdo right now. He's a minus four as well. Huberdo was a minus four as well tonight. Yeah. Um, didn't even play 14 minutes. Huberdo yeah, didn't. Than, yeah. Yeah, that's less than 14 minutes. Only had 19 shifts. Maybe he was. Maybe maybe Ryan Huska stapled him down and said this yeah. is this this can't keep fucking happening because i mean it was, yeah 
that's brutal. Like, I'm just going. Through, this is what the NHL.com says, anyways. So yeah. For all I know, you know. But like looking through everything, like yeah, he didn't. Like him and Dubay were both minus fours. They both played less than 14 minutes. Yeah, that's, uh, that's brutal. And Kadri as well, actually, but he played 15. Yeah, and you you see that that bad turnover tonight. Yeah. In in in, in leading to the Debrinkackle. I I've and I know you don't watch a whole lot of flames, but yeah. from what I've seen this year, Huberto is looking better in his own end, but it's kind of sacrificial to how he or sorry, better in in in, in the offensive end, um, yeah. but kind of sacrificing that two hundred foot game, right, and some right. players just aren't like you, you can't just make people a two hundred foot player. Right, yeah, Alex Ovechkin sure. is never going to be a 200 foot player. He never has yeah. been, Obi and he ever never wins will. The Selkie, you know what? Hell is frozen over. That's right. Hell is frozen over. Uh, EA made a good NHL game, and no, that was just a subtle jab, uh, just to prime everybody who's going to probably inevitably ask questions about that. Uh, hell is frozen over. The Flames have won multiple Stanley Cups, and so on and so on. But yeah, you, sometimes you just can't make a player into a player that you want them to be. And maybe that's what we're seeing here with, with Jonathan Huberto, but it hasn't been sexy to start. I'm looking at his stats. Yeah. He's a minus six right now in the year, which like you can only look at the plus minus so much, right? Like that's, it is what it is. But at the same time, minus six and six games, that's not a good start at all. Yeah. And that's a dash four tonight. I'm pretty sure, which is like, that's, that's just, pretty it's a terrible game Good. it's a hard it's a hard hill to climb out of once you uh once yeah. you get into um okay uh before we get too far into the presser I'll, we'll get some questions in i'll start siphoning through and just kind of looking uh looking through the comments here but before we get too far into it we got to talk about shell we've talked about the game now we got to talk about the game about the game um and and that is nhl 24 i will be completely honest okay. my unbiased opinion because i've i only played the technical test i've yet to actually pick up a copy of the game um so my experience just based on what i played in the technical test which i thought full transparency don't i don't play the game the way that you and everybody else who who streams does and and you know consider me a more casual player um i thought the changes were good because it made me feel like i knew what i was doing a little bit more and and um it felt different than years past. I, I get the game every year. I've been right, a loyal yeah. player for probably since, you know, you have and everybody else has. We've all been playing this game forever. Um, I didn't mind it. But beyond technical test, I can't speak too much. Um, the floor is yours to just kind of tell everybody your thoughts on uh, on the game and kind of how you're enjoying it. Well, the first thing I'm going to say is that this is a, a year where if you want to try NHL and you've played previous years, it's going to feel different. Now, whether that's uh, a good thing or a bad thing is up to you. Uh, myself, personally, am enjoying the gameplay. I think the changes that have been made are fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, are there bugs and glitches? Yes. Are there, there always fixes? will be. Yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. But, like, at the end of the day, like, I'm enjoying the gameplay. I'm enjoying myself on the ice, and that's the most important part for me when playing a video game is that I'm having fun. Um, we can talk about Hockey Ultimate Team and different rewards and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, if I'm not having fun, I don't care about the rewards. You know, I just want to be having fun playing the game. Um, a lot of a lot of people are, are on the opposite side of this, where they don't like the gameplay, the changes that have been made. And the only thing I'm going to say to those people are, we have begged for change for so long, 
and we finally get some change and I don't want to, I don't want this change. Give me different changes than the mm -hmm. changes you gave me. At the end of the day, there's new people making the game, new people running pretty much everything at this point in, uh, in terms of, uh, like the development team and whatnot. And they have a different vision than the last people who were doing this. And you can see like, it looks the same. Hockey looks like hockey weird. Mm -hmm. I know, but at the end of the day, <laughs> like they are actually changing things right now. Some people don't like that. You can do a Michigan pressing one button. Mm -hmm. I kind of agree with that because it is a little easy and people spam it, but whatever. But at the same time, it's fun, right? Is there anything more satisfying than scoring a Michigan on somebody? I don't think there is. I, I tried at like <laughs> at nauseum to try to hit it anytime I was, I play, I play a lot of you with the, with my buddies sure. and that's pretty much the only mode I play beyond trying to like, you know, build teams in, in franchise mode and stuff. Right. Um, could not for the life of me hit a Michigan. And then I played the technical test. I'm like, Oh, yeah. you just have to press a button. I mean, you still have to like yeah. time it and all that, but, um, a lot easier than the freaking you know, you gotta, yeah, it's not, it's not mortal Kombat anymore. You're yeah. trying to do a fatality pressing 13 buttons. <laughs> exactly. I get it. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, like I, like I, I will pick up a copy of the game. I just like, I, I've been so busy with, wedding and that now the hockey season underway and everything that it's just been video games have been non-existent in my life for a little bit. Um, yeah, but yeah, like I, 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 I like how um, it seems as though they've brought and you can correct me if I'm wrong um, a little bit more like offline gameplay for hut too, like with those challenges yeah, and the yeah. moments, which is cool because I'm a huge MLB, the show guy and and moments are like i could sit here and play moments for hours on end uh in mlb the show and and that's that was a really cool thing because i like i was a huge huge hut guy in obviously like 14 and 15 and yeah, 16 yeah. and then obviously when everybody else started to notice what was going on in hut uh is when i kind of stopped playing hut and moving to Eshel. yeah but um yeah i like i like the offline um component that they're kind of bringing into it as well you know as someone who uh not to like make myself sound incredible i don't ever think that i like i'm some top tier player at this game but like playing offline has become very boring for me in the past of course I, I i win every offline game you know 13 to nothing and it's like what am i doing here you know and that's why like i, I gear myself more towards the online gameplay that being said, I am enjoying moments this year. Mm -hmm. And it does feel like they've made uh, the AI a little bit smarter. Not, maybe not smarter, but like it is harder to score goals this year. It's harder to uh, walk around the defenseman like in years past. So they've made it so that way when I'm doing a moment and I'm player locked to say, Alex Ovechkin, I need to score a goal. I'm having fun doing that. It's not what it was in years past for challenges where it was like, finish the game. Win the game by four goals. Complete the Have game. Have a plus three rating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like now it's like, Get an assist off of a, uh, like, so you have to get an assist, uh, take three shots with the player and win the game in overtime. That to me is awesome because that yeah. means, okay, well, now I need to make sure I'm doing things properly. I'm not just trying to spam goals. I'm not just trying to do things. And then they, uh, I think that, I don't know if you've seen, but a lot of them for the legendary moments will have like an intro cutscene. Yeah. Like yeah. the Gordy Howe hat trick one, it'll talk about the first ever Gordy Howe hat trick and have still shots from that game, and yeah. it's pretty cool. I, I, that's I awesome. love that idea. So yeah, that's how you like. It's gonna sound tacky as hell, but like that's how you grow the game. That's how you know you convert casual NHL players into full on NHL fans, or vice versa, right? Like, 
And and that's why I think MLB The Show has done it so well too, is just because they, their game almost year after year has just it's just so good. I I play the living shit out of it, and um, it's nice to see too. Uh, another thing before we get into the presser, I know I've been asking for questions for a while, but transparency between yeah. EA and the community seems a lot better now than it ever has been. They're very, very transparent about what's going on, what they're aware of, what they're trying to fix. Um, and that probably has to do with the new leadership uh, involved in the game, I would I would imagine. Yeah, so I uh, was flown out to Vancouver, actually, in August. I believe it was August, just after my birthday. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it would have been August. And we went out there, and uh, I got to meet the the new team and, and whatnot, and super good guys. Like, I believe one of the people working on the game right now actually worked on NHL 2K, which... If you guys wanted NHL 2K to come back, this is the closest thing you're going to get. Somebody who actually worked on that series trying to make changes to this game. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they were very transparent. Any question that you had for them, they had an answer, and it was all like, hey, why is this a certain way? And they were like, look, uh, this is why this is done this way. And there are a lot of questions, and I, I actually have, uh, not to, like, promote myself, but no, future, do it. I am going to do a video on some of the questions that were asked, and I can kind of... Um, hopefully bring out more of that transparency, but they are 100% posting more. And they are they put out a video talking about GM Connected, and people really want GM Connected back. Mm-hmm. So they're like, hey, you want it back? We're working on it. It'll be out there in the future. Like, they, they are... There's no more guessing. It's it's yeah, it's, exactly. it's, it's It's like... They, and, and the best part, too, is, is them uh, kind of understanding where the issues lie with, with some aspects of the game and then being aware of it and like look we understand your frustration we're working on it it's yeah. one game year after year just just you know it's going to continually get better and i think that with these guys at the helm it's it's uh, it's only going to get better and better again like i said if if you're looking for a game that feels different than previous nhl games this is certainly it however if you're going to like the changes or dislike the changes that's you know it's 50 50 at this point I've talked to some people who absolutely love the game, think it's the best one in years. I've also talked to some people who think it's the absolute worst game they've ever played. I'm more on the side of it being better than last year, personally. I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun. Um, but at the end of the day, like there is a 10-hour trial, and I encourage you, if you're not playing it, try it out before you buy it. Mm-hmm. Save your money. Yeah, of course, because obviously you don't want to... Games are too expensive. I remember, I remember back on PS2 when you could buy a game for like 25 bucks. Yep. They're like ninety dollars. You buy five games and you pay for your PS5 or whatever console you like. Yeah, everybody really. plays on. It's crazy. Um, or renting games that used to be the shit oh, too. Remember that? Have, uh, we used to have very limited blockbusters here, but mm-hmm. we had uh, Rogers Video. Dude, that's yeah. I, I'm from Guelph. Uh, okay, so yeah, you know then. You know, I'm, I know all about the Rogers Video. Yeah, they were. <laughs> it's where we would we would go there every Friday. We'd yep. rent a couple games, buy some snacks. And then bring it back on on Sunday night, but yeah, no, that was that was the good old days. And and the kids that are watching that don't know, you're missing out. Those were uh, those were the good days. Okay, let's get into the presser. I don't have a fancy button that like Steve and Jesse and Adam do that plays the the Steve Dangle press conference jingle. Um, but we'll read some from the chat. Okay, this one says, "Happy for Detroit and their future. Worried for Calgary. I almost want the Flames to buy Kadri out at this point." That's that's steep. I think that's yeah. that's extreme right now. Um, I'm just as frustrated as the next guy with how Kadri's been. 
but buying out, like, Christ, I don't even want to know what that buyout would look like. Um, Cap Friendly has the tool. As... Yeah, I'm looking up right now. Okay. Now I'm yeah. curious. Yeah, that, that buyout penalty would be fucking horrendous. Horrendous. Um, this one, Jay Money says, Audie is so old he remembers the 1989 Stanley Cup final vividly. I wasn't even alive in 1989. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, seven years later, would I grace the world with my presence in uh, in 1996? Um, All right. So you want to buy out Nazem Kadri? Yeah, let's hear it. You'll be paying him 1.93 million dollars until 2034. <laughs> I'll be 38 years old in 2034. <laughs> that's disgusting. Yeah, we're not buying out Kadri. <laughs> it's yeah, just not that's, happening. <laughs> uh, that's that's brutal. That's really bad. Uh, Jay Money saying Audi is bad at Chell. Not wrong. Um, <laughs> Heritage Classic will be the pendulum game for the Flames and the Oilers. That's actually a really good point. The, yeah. the Oilers lose McDavid today for one to two weeks yep. um, with an injury. Obviously, Anderson. We didn't, we didn't touch on Ros, uh, Rasmus Anderson. I was going to say. Yeah, um, we talked about it a bit last time uh, after the CBJ game. But yeah, the four-game suspension. We we didn't know what the suspension was going to be last time I was on here, and four games is what the NHL comes up with, or the P Department of Player Safety. Yeah. Um, but Rasmus Anderson is actually appealing it. Um, yeah, I was going to say I, I noticed that uh, not too long ago. I seen that he was appealing it. So, w trivia question for you and sure. and everybody in the chat. Do you remember when the last time a four-game suspension was handed out? No. It was April of 2022. I, d okay. I, d I checked because I'm like, four games. Y you don't hear of it's two games, hear, three yeah, games, two, one three, game. Four five. games. The last time was Evgeny Malkin on okay. Mark Borvieski, um, and it was a high stick, I believe. Let me, let me double check. And I didn't get around to looking at it, but if I recall correctly, I think it was pretty egregious. Like it was, uh, it was, it was not unintentional, um, right, much okay. like, much like how Anderson's hit was definitely not unintentional, but, um, yeah, four games for Anderson. He's going to appeal it. Uh, he's going to miss the heritage classic. It is what it is. You, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. I, I don't think that hit was good at all. Um, especially that late in the game. Yeah. There's what, two seconds left. Yeah. It was, it was like the last fling down the ice before the buzzer went yeah, and so completely uh unnecessary then. blind side hit to the head left his feet um i know there's flames fans out there that are trying to justify it but truthfully like there's there's no justifying what happened there that was just that was atrocious so they got it right with the suspension four games you know what maybe the nhl is trying to set a new precedent maybe. that that could be it and and if that's the case i could get behind it um They've, they've been so wrong so many times <laughs> in suspensions and fines that, um, hey, if they're trying to set the standard early, that if you if you do shit like this, it's going to be four games. It's not going to be your typical two or three. Uh, maybe we see less of it. And if we see less of that, then uh, the game's a safer a safer yeah. game. So, you got that right. Um, ba -ba -ba, let's see here. What happened to the Nylander talks? <laughs> Time to bring the Calgary boy home. Uh yeah, I don't think the Leafs are going to be moving on from him right away. He's looking pretty damn good. He looks too, nasty. So, yeah, he yeah. looks he looks pretty nasty. Uh he's he's heading into I'm pretty sure he's a UFA after this season. Um yep, yes, yep. Which is going to suck if the Leafs like the Flame Flames fans know this all too well. 
young UFA, gonna have a maybe gonna have a career year. Uh, you can't trade him because you're in a playoff hunt, and that's just you know you shoot yourself in the foot that way. But if he walks in free agency, a la Johnny Gaudreau, then you're just yeah. all sad and depressed. Um, so unless it comes with an extension, I also don't even want to know what the Flames would have to give up to bring. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't even know if the Flames have the assets to bring in William Nylander. To be honest, uh, here you take our spare parts, and right, we'll yeah, take like, and we'll take William Nylander. Well, Noah Hannafin doesn't want to be yeah. there. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want someone to dog on the blue line even more? Noah Hannafin is your guy. Uh, then, Noah Hannafin, we, the new Justin Hall, baby. Let's that's go. Right. Make it happen. Justin Hall 2.0. Except Hannafin's gonna want like seven million. Oh. Um. <laughs> Hello, Mr. James. What call-ups for the Wranglers do you want to see? That's from Jay Money. Um, Dustin Wolf, 100%. Yep. I wouldn't be opposed to eventually seeing Jeremy Poirier at some point, um, the former St. John Sea Dog. Another Francophone connection there with uh, with Jonathan Huberto. Um, he's been okay. And uh, Connor Zary, I think, at some point should, uh, should get a look. Um, Let's see here. Where else are we? Ba, ba, ba. Rasmus appealing for more games. <laughs> uh, okay, that's that's gonna that's gonna end the press conference before it gets too silly here. Um, yeah, that was a game, as we mentioned off the hop, which the Calgary Flames lost six to two uh, to the all of a sudden red hot Detroit Red Wings. Thank you so much for being here. It was uh, me, yeah. it was it was a blast a blast to have you. Um, the floor is yours. Obviously, people know who you are and what you're at, but use this time to plug what you're working on, where they can find you, and uh, and anything else you wanna you wanna tell the people. Well, first off, thanks for uh, bringing me over to the channel. Of Had a good time. And if you ever wanna have me back on for another uh, spanking from the Detroit, Red Wings, <laughs> I'm always happy to talk about. Thank it. God it's only twice a year for us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you guys can find me anywhere on social media, including OnlyFans at Thrash94 Game. Nice. That's a joke, by the way. Nice. But there is an account with my name that had to be made because there was a troll making accounts from NHL community members. So, oh. uh, yeah, anywhere in the, on the internet, you can find me, Thrash94 Gaming. Pretty much all hockey-related content anywhere you see me, except for my second channel, which I'll be playing Final Fantasy VII Rebirth when it comes out. I cannot wait for that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Go follow. Um... And yeah, like I said, thank you so much for being here. Uh, it was, as I mentioned, a blast. Um, okay, let's, uh, before we go here, I better bring up the schedule and tell you who's doing your next game over for the Calgary Flames. I don't think it's me, but if I'm if I'm wrong. Uh, no, it is not. Uh, the Calgary Flames' next action is Tuesday, uh, the 24th of October. Uh, that's this Tuesday, two days from now, against the New York Rangers. Peter Klein will have your game over show. Uh, that is a, I believe, 7.45 p.m. puck drop. I think that's, I think Tuesday's the night when the NHL is doing all of those staggered start times to try to get, like, the entire league to play on the same night, which is going to be yeah. crazy. Um, but, yeah, this has been great. Uh, we'll see you guys on Tuesday, and hopefully Peter and you guys get a better result uh, than I did tonight against the Detroit Red Wings. Stay safe, be kind to one another, and we will talk to you on the next Game Over Calgary. Adios. Game!